Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. The Rudy Giuliani Show. This is Rudy Giuliani coming to you with the Rudy Giuliani Show. Welcome and uh, have a happy Friday and have a good weekend. Uh, But before we get to the weekend... Boy, do we have a lot to cover. Preparing for today's show was a workout, I'll tell you. I'm trying to figure out what, you know, what the top stories are and what, where we can be the most helpful. I always try to bring out the things that maybe aren't going to come out somewhere else because of the censorship that we live under, which we shouldn't in a country like uh, the United States of America. But I think the, the, the first, um, first thing we'll cover is this whole situation with Soros district attorneys. And uh, once again, Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, I mean, he and Governor Abbott seem to be the ones uh, setting the agenda in this country, I'll tell you. Um, I'm uh, really proud of of Governor Abbott, the way he's really focused the immigration debate in a way that it should have been focused a long time ago as a national issue, not just for Texas and Arizona. But in any event, uh, Governor DeSantis d- dismissed a district attorney. Well, they call him a state's attorney in Florida uh, because the district attorney who was elected with large amounts of money from Soros, from George Soros, part of the Destroy American Criminal Justice campaign that Soros uh, started in about 2015, uh, he uh, dismissed the district attorney uh, of Hillsborough County. Uh, his name is uh, Warren, and uh, he would not prosecute. Well, they try. They try to pin it all on. They try to pin it all on uh, abortion cases that he wouldn't prosecute abortion cases. But uh, he also uh, wouldn't prosecute a whole group of other cases that he considered too small. And uh, he was a real bane in the side of law enforcement, such that the sheriff, uh, whose uh, whose uh, name is Chad, I believe it's Cronister, Cronister, uh, uh, really praised DeSantis for removing uh, a district attorney or county attorney that was really putting criminals back out on the street, um, and that. Um, he was allowing he was allowing certain criminal element to get a foothold in the state of Florida. Uh, he directed his office to let serious offenses slide, and uh, he he va- uh, vowed to definitely not enforce any current or future laws uh, involving abortion or gender reassignment surgery for, uh, for 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 minors. So this was a guy who was a uh, a left-wing zealot as opposed to a, a prosecutor. Sound familiar? Don't know that he was as bad as, uh, as Bragg. I mean, Bragg uh, basically, I mean, he, his rules originally uh, were, 
were, were absolutely absurd. Uh, he originally was not going to prosecute armed robberies when nobody was shot or resisting arrest, which, of course, would put every cop in jeopardy. He did take that out of his group of cases that he categorically wouldn't prosecute. Uh, but there are a whole group of others. I mean, uh, smaller larceny cases, smaller, I mean, $1,000 uh, uh, cases where, there, where there's no injury, gun cases, people are let go, both in New York and in Brooklyn. Uh, and then it seems like he's, I mean, you think of, you think of the, uh, the case, uh, uh, the Alba case, that, I mean, that was a case where the, the guy, uh, the guy was involved in a uh, in a beat in a beating, and uh, of a of a of an elderly man. And uh, he was he was out. You know he 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 uh, he had been out, uh, and and therefore available to to uh, go there and uh, and attack Mister Alba. And I think it was while. Uh, Bragg was DA, and he could have been one that was shortly before. But there are a whole list. There are a whole list of people that Bragg has let out, and who have ended up, you know, committing crimes during the period of time that he was let out. And Adams now has these people that like are the absurd ones, the one ones that have been arrested like a hundred times, or what uh, he came up with one. Uh, Yesterday, that was arrested a hundred times for shoplifting. I mean, that's just ridiculous. The the the, uh, the arrest is part of the cost of doing business. Uh, so DeSantis got rid of Andrew Warren. Uh, and what are we doing about? It? We don't even mention Alvin Bragg's name, which is very strange. I mean. Uh, the mayor, the mayor is fighting, really, in a way, with the governor. The two of them keep keep going further apart on this. Originally, they were sort of together, but you know, while he was emphasizing the recidivism and putting out all the statistics on recidivism, which had that tremendous edit, uh, headline in the in the in the Post yesterday, with all the you know how. Basically, the career criminal point that's now 40 years old, which they treat as if it's new, which is that a very small group of people commit most of the crimes. And we keep recycling them in ridiculous numbers like we've never done before. Uh, that same day, uh, the, uh, the governor, kickback Kathy, uh, was um, the governor was blaming it on the judges. Well, the judges, the judges blame it on the bail law. Now, is it true that ju- I mean, judges from time immemorial, going back to Koch and even before that, when I was a, just a kid, a U.S. attorney, judges were making ridiculous, let them loose, Bruce, and people like you were making ridiculous decisions. That's nothing new. That wouldn't really account for this massive increase in crime. That that uh, and and since. Um, since I've been gone as the uh, mayor, because I appointed very, very tough judges, uh, I would think uh, Michael uh, uh, Bloomberg did not appoint judges quite as tough as I did, although I think he appointed good ones. 
And then, of course, we've had now eight years of DeSantis picking, uh, you know, left-wing ideologues rather than judges. So it is true. The judges are a problem, but the law is a bigger problem. And the law is the new fact that would explain the record uh, increase in increases in certain crimes. I mean, in, um, was it in 2020, we had the single uh, largest uh, one-year increase in murder that we've ever had. Uh, last year, we had uh, very, very significant increases in, uh, in shootings and, and, and murder and uh, shooting of police officers. So um, there's no, there's no uh, doubt that if Andrew Warren flagrantly violated his oath of office and placed himself above the law, which was in the language of the document that was used to remove him, you can take Bragg's J-1 memo. Uh, in which he wasn't going to prosecute felony armed robbery in many cases and charge pettit larceny as a Class A misdemeanor. Uh, and, and now we, uh, we, there would be a whole group of cases that you could, you could trace where he's done categorical refusals to prosecute. Well, I mean, in New York, the law, uh, I, I believe, is about as strong as it can be. The Constitution of the state basically tells the governor that he, he should he or, or she should remove a prosecutor who does not enforce the law. Well, Bragg is not enforcing the law, nor is the guy in Brooklyn and, and a bunch of others. But let's stick with Bragg. And I think that um, it's, um, it's, ridic- it's ridiculous for, uh, for Adams to carry on this debate where he wants to try to save our lives and uh, he wants to try to make the criminal justice system work and never mention uh, the biggest problem, Alvin Bragg. It would also be a heck of a shot in the, uh, you know, across the bow of the other uh, pro-criminal DAs if that were the case. So there's an editorial in the Post today asking for his removal. There's an article by a former public prosecutor, legal aid lawyer, kind of explaining uh, the background of this. Uh, Maud Marone, I guess would be the pronunciation, I'm not sure. But, um, I mean, she points out that from the very beginning it was well known that this was going to lead to major increases in crime. Uh, Well, it has. There isn't any dispute about it any longer. And... uh, this, this I will give uh, the Adams administration credit for. I mean, the frustrating thing about Adams is he says the right things. He often puts out the right information, although um, the legislature complains that he doesn't give them the statistics they're dying for. Well, gosh, he puts it out publicly. I mean, all they have to do is read the papers. Uh, this would have been in the post like a day or two ago. They put these statistics out, but... Um, 23.7% of last year's burglary su- suspects were rearrested within 60 days. And that, and that in, in, uh, back in 2017, it was only 7.7%. <laughs> so it, it means that it's the same people that, you know, one quarter of the burglary, uh, burglar, the burglars are recycled. And those are the ones that you catch. 
grand larceny jumped in 2021 to 20%, and it had four years earlier it had only been 6.5%. And auto, auto uh, uh, thieves jumped up uh, 2 to 1. That means these are people who commit the crime and they're out of jail from at least one prior uh, arrest for that crime, very often many, many more than one prior arrest. And uh, virtually all larceny uh, um, arrests, unless it really is major, go out without bail. And it's just... um, it's just indisputable from the statistics. And the governor is not going to call a special session until after the election. And you know we're not going to get it after the election. Once those Democrats are in charge, they're going to run the place like, uh, you know, left-wing paradise. Uh, there have been some very, very big collateral consequences because of – I mean, I don't think you – no, I shouldn't say this. I think you do realize – that this, this, this pandemic of crime is as significant in terms of the impact it has on us as, let's say, uh, even uh, uh, CCP virus. I mean, this is in, uh, major increases in almost every urban area, records in most of the urban areas, more murders than ever before last year in, what, 16 or 17 Democrat cities. Uh, many of them are repeating last year's experience. So you end up with collateral consequences. And when you get back, we'll talk about, I'll tell you how it's kind of like changing society. And if we don't, if we don't um, get a handle on this, if we don't get a handle on this, we're going to be, um, we're going to have this with us permanently. I'm also going to uh, ask um, Dr. Maria to join me because of the new national emergency that's been declared for monkeypox. And I want to make sure that you all know, you know, you all know the, 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 at least as, know about it as accurately as possible, which, uh, uh, is not going to come from the Biden administration, that's for sure. So, uh, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we'll talk about monkeypox and then we'll talk about the collateral consequences of crime, which is, you know, developing, uh, people having to, Take matters into their own hands, which is not the best thing, but you've got to save your life and your kids and your family's lives. What are you going to do? We'll be back shortly. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. America's Mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani, back with the Rudy Giuliani Show. And as uh, promised, I have... uh, my partner from uh, Sunday, well, again, don't forget to, be, uh, to listen to uh, uh, Uncovering the Truth at 10 on Sunday with the brilliant Dr. Ryan, Dr. Maria Ryan. Well, Dr. Maria is with me because um, I don't know. Tell us about monkeypox and Absolutely. the numbers, the, uh, the numbers and the severity 
just don't seem like a national emergency. I mean, are we going to play this? Well, you, you tell me. Because I'm, maybe it is a national emergency, and I'm, I certainly am not able well, to judge that. Several states have already made it an emergency in their state, New York being one of them. New York is seeing a large amount of cases. When I say large amount, it's about 2,000 right now. And we're, 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 and we're, a, state, and we're a state of 18, 19 yeah. million. In the city alone, you have eight or nine million people. In San Francisco, they're also seeing an outbreak because what we're seeing is gay men or bisexual gay men, but it's men having sex with men. Although anybody can get it, and I'm not sure of why this phenomenon about gay men, but they seem to be the largest group hit with it. It's close contact. It's close so contact. So it should affect heterosexuals yeah. the way it affects uh, yep. uh, people who are gay, yeah, right? Yeah, you can get it by... And, get, and it should affect uh, uh, lesbians as well as uh, gay, but it... Yes, you can get it by body fluids, Homo, uh, touching uh, the lesions. So a couple. Now, this uh, is a couple. relative... Male-female couple. Yeah, this is a relative of smallpox. And most people who um, are well, younger than you or I uh, won't know as much about smallpox, nor have they been vaccinated. In the United States, we stopped vaccinating in 1972, and we declared it eradicated in the world in 1980. So... Um, because we were vaccinated with a live attenuated virus, it's thought that we're going to be immune to this monkeypox or get it very mildly. I do have to say to the audience who's very, very concerned, monkeypox has milder symptoms than smallpox, and so. it doesn't last as Small, long. Isn't smallpox, if you don't take that, uh, uh, if you don't take the, the, the antibiotic, Within the first four or five days, is it pretty fatal? It's not a. You don't treat it. It's a virus. It's yeah. called, it's from the orthopox virus. So uh, the antibiotic doesn't work. Oh, not. I'm thinking. Yes. Yeah. I, I was thinking. The fatality before. rate for smallpox was higher than monkeypox. In monkeypox, there's two clads. One in the Congo region, Congo basis of Africa, and the other one of West Africa. And that's normally through the years where we've seen it. It's now getting out. It's been around everywhere. for a while. This is it's not a new. Around. It's one of those ones that can transfer from a animal to a. Human. So how they? So when when they say national emergency, it sounds to me like you know we're being invaded or something. So so yeah. how how bad is it, and what should people what what should people do? I guess people to prevent it. Um, you know, if anybody's showing signs and symptoms, the fatigue, fever, and then typically right after that they have the blisters, avoid that person because it is easily spread. It's not as easily spread as smallpox, but it's still easily spread. So you want to avoid that person. The incubation period is anywhere between 5 and 21 days. That's long. It is a long incubation period. So you might be feeling, you know, oh, I'm a little achy. I feel like I have the flu. I have a fever. And thinking it's just something like influenza. And then when the um, pox... The blisters start appearing. You know you have. And do doctors know how to treat it, unlike the early stages of uh, CCP virus? No, I do believe doctors are familiar with this because we all learned about smallpox. And us hospital administrators and emergency department personnel had to learn a lot about smallpox 
because about a decade, maybe a little bit longer, 15 years ago, we had a lot of threats from foreign uh, countries. One one of the most frightening meetings of my life was uh, being briefed on what we would do if we had a really massive smallpox That's right. Outbreak. It was a, a, a real I, I, I got to tell you, it shook me up and it shook up Bernie Carrick, too. Yeah. That's hard so to do. So we had <laughs> to do community outreach and talk about where we would pe- put people, where we would inoculate them. Now, we no longer use a live attenuated, attenuated vaccine, so it's not a live vaccine, but we do have one. There is only one that's FDA approved right now. It's known as Gyneos. And the vaccine is supplied by Copenhagen-based Barbarian Nordic. And there's also an antiviral, an antiviral that was approved for smallpox, but it's been shown to work. Does it work? Yes. Now, none of it cures, just like hydroxychloroquine didn't cure COVID. But it it lessens the symptoms or prevents them from becoming another disease, uh, even worse disease. Yeah. So we do have an antiviral agent on the market uh, Tecoviramat, and it is like And Trump hasn't mentioned it, so they won't take it off the market. <laughs> yes. Well, but I think we're going to take people... a we're going to take a short break right now, and we'll be right back. <laughs> Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani back uh, with you. I asked Dr. Ryan to remain behind for just a little bit longer. And uh, it, and then, of course, I, I should, I think, remind our audience on uh, Sunday about this, too. But um, just, I guess, maybe to sum it up, Dr., how serious, I mean, th- this is not one of these things that's going to affect, like, some large percentage of the population, like, it is any virus, it can spread easily. What you got to do is when you're sick, stay away from people. So even though it has a long incubation, incubation period of 5 to 20 days, it's a very self-limited virus. You should be done with it within two to four weeks. But during that incubation period, you are contagious when you have the, the legions. They're going to put masks legions. back on, on us no, again and no, close down restaurants no, and do no, all that stuff? No, it has nothing to do with And why masks? is it that the emergency are just like in the uh, uh, communist states and not in the free states? I mean, the ones I count are New York, California, and uh, Illinois, I mean, and one other dictatorial state. Yeah. Where, where they're governed by mandates instead of laws. Yeah, you just have to be careful of, of avoiding sick people. And sick people, you can't be brave and go to work. You don't feel well, stay home and stay away from well, people. If we're, ta- if we're talking about danger, I guess, um, the rising crime danger is uh, there was a period of time when we were seeing a decline in shootings and 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 and. and, um, and uh, Murder by gun, a small decline, seven, eight percent, nine percent. The last month it went in the other direction. So now it's still down for the year by only four percent, but it's up for the month. In other words, there were more shootings and more murders uh, last month than there were uh, last year in July by a fair, fair amount. So they're rising again. Also, overall crime uh, stays uh, at a 40%, 39 to 40% increase 
over last year, which was a bad year. Uh, so uh, there's nothing that indicates that things are getting better in New York, just worse. And this heavy, heavy amount of crime is creating what I call collateral consequences. Our society, our society is, uh, is, uh, changing. When you look at the cold, uh, French fry case in which, uh, uh Michael Morgan, 20, 20 years old, uh, killed, uh, Ma- uh Matthew Webb, uh, or, well, uh, Matthew Webb is on life support now and, uh, according to his family, is effectively dead and a decision has to be made about him. And Morgan then confessed to a prior murder a couple of uh, years ago. When, when you listen to the, when you listen to the comments made by the people who were kind of involved and sort of caused the problem by, uh, calling, by calling, uh, uh, Morgan to the scene to, uh, to vindicate uh, the honor of the woman who was being laughed at because of the cold French fries, I guess. Um, well, this is what happens, and this is what he had to do, and this is how you had to handle it. We're really looking at defining deviancy down like we, like, uh, uh, Daniel Patrick Moynihan outlined so, you know, so eloquently back in 1993 that really helped us figure out some of what we were doing wrong to bring crime down. That was an enormously helpful, um, article. I think it was in the City Journal that he did. I mean, th- this, like this, people are excusing this. I mean, this is a terrible murder, and this is a guy who's a murderer. I mean, he, he actually confessed to another murder, and and they call him up and bring him there. It reminds you of the Alba case as well. And then uh, in today's post, we see a hero, Roy uh, Malabanan, who is a um, who is a, a boxer, uh, extreme uh, fighting boxer, and uh, he is uh, patrolling Soho, or at least patrolled it to such an extent that he was able to make an arrest of Samuel Frazier, who was um, going around just batting people in the head <laughs> for no apparent reason. Wasn't, I don't think he was stealing. He was just batting them in the head. And uh, he tackled them and uh, used his skills, which are uh, significant, and uh, called the police, got a little help, and he took matters into his own hands. So that takes you back to Death Wish and uh, back in the 80s and Getz and uh, and of course uh, the, uh, my 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 good friend uh, Curtis Sliwa. But tune into Curtis uh, uh, tonight. I mean t- uh, tomorrow and let's see what he has to say about this. I, I may call him and ask him a question about uh, what he thinks of Roe Malabanan. And there was a guy on Fox too who who uh, who's doing this kind of thing. And also, there was quite a report put out on illegal gun trafficking, which has increased dramatically, particularly to the states that have very strict gun laws. So they, they actually focused on Massachusetts and Boston in this particular uh, uh, analysis. But uh, the thing about gun control that is so... Um, uh, deceiving when people say gun control, gun it doesn't matter. There are so many illegal guns. It's going to take forever to get a handle on those, and and people people can get them very easily now. 
So if you have very strict gun control laws and you limit the number of people who can sign up for weapons, some of these people, when they're in a situation like this where they're not confident about police protection, they're going to take the illegal step of getting guns. And maybe it's better if you had more rational uh, uh, licensing provisions than you do in New York and Massachusetts and California where more people can uh, can get guns, legally sign up for them, and uh, and then do real – but then, then you're going to have to do real background checks. You're going to have to get a governor other than uh, Kickback Kathy who, uh, you know, we, she has these laws, and as we found out in Buffalo, I don't know, you can announce you're going to commit a murder, and the doctors can know it, and the police can know it, and the teachers can know it, and, but nothing ever gets registered. So somebody's going to have to have the leadership ability to get people to enforce these laws. Otherwise, gun control means nothing. It means nothing at all. Well, let's take a call from Allison. Hi, Mr. Giuliani. Hi, Mr. Hi Allison. Rudy, 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 Rudy. I, I can't. You I know, know I know. Okay. I, but um, I feel no, so old. Oh, well, you know, <laughs> disrespectful. Go ahead. So, well, you know why I'm calling. Um, yes. Back in 1997, when you were the mayor, you remember we had the trigger lock law, mm-hmm. which in New York, um, it enabled the DA's offices and all but Morgenthau's office cooperated. They would shepherd those gun cases as long as it was a felon in possession of a weapon, whether or not he shot it, even if it wasn't loaded, as long as he was a felon in possession of a weapon, the DA's office would shepherd those cases to ATF to be prosecuted by, well, at that time, ATF was under Treasury, but it would be prosecuted in the U.S. Attorney's Office. Well, that program has, um, it was called Ceasefire in Florida. Mm-hmm. They had a local program in Virginia where they called it, uh, I think it was Operation Exile or Project Exile. It was so highly successful. All you have to do is look at the monumental. I, I remember. Of I, 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 I remember. I mean, it was one of the four or five major reasons why we we were able to make a dent for the first time ever in the number of illegal guns. Yes, and I I know the SAC at that time and the uh, supervisor who ran the trigger lock program in New York both very well. And I've talked to them a lot, as well as a couple of other ATF people the past few days. Um, And what is coming back to me in all these liberal cities from people that I know at ATF um, and, and in DA's offices is nobody is maximizing this program, which is now a national program under the Department of Justice administered by ATF called Project Safe Neighborhoods. Now, if people in New York want to feel safe, then they better start demanding (laughs) that these perpetrators, and I call them perps, that are the DAs, who are not like Gonzalez in Brooklyn and Bragg in Manhattan. Well, Gonzalez is the worst. I mean, he doesn't. He, uh, you get caught with an illegal gun, you go. You, that's not a. Uh, I mean, you just go out. I don't. I don't, I don't even know if he gives you the gun back. I mean, you certainly you're out. You're out in two hours. Remember, remember when New York? I mean, even under Bloomberg, it had the very strict rule. You got caught with an illegal gun, you were going to spend some time in jail no matter what. Puxico Burroughs had to remember. Cost us a. Cost us a probably a Super Bowl, uh, but that, that's look. I don't know why any of you people vote for Democrats until they fix themselves. Here's how phony they are. 
They want to pass gun control laws, but then they don't want to enforce them. What's the use of passing them if you don't enforce them? You want the best example of that? He's the walking, living, breathing Hunter Biden right next to the president. 38 revolver. Possessed it as a drug addict. 10-year felony. Serious. We don't want drug addicts, people who are uh, have a mental history or people who have a criminal history to have guns, right? Liberals don't. Conservatives don't. We all agree on that, I think. And the liberals want laws against it. Good. We passed laws. The liberals got the laws passed. Now they don't enforce the laws. In, in, in the case of the guy in Brooklyn, he doesn't enforce it for ideological reasons. In the case of the president, it's not enforced because the president is thoroughly crooked. So let's, uh, I mean, it's so ridiculous when he talks about gun control that people just don't stand up and say, Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden, Hunter Biden, phony. Jacqueline in Brooklyn. Hello, Mr. Mayor. Um, I think what I want to uh, add to what you said really comes down to one very basic thing, voting. And as you are well aware, uh, in New York, primary voting will begin one week from tomorrow and will run through the following Sunday with uh, Election Day culminating on Tuesday, August 23rd. You know, a strange now, day for elections, but go ahead. I mean, a strange, you know, August, but... Yeah, yeah, it, it's very it, – well, that's done by design. I don't have to explain that to you, but your audience <laughs> may not be aware of that. Uh, but if people in the five boroughs and throughout the state of New York are really tired of crime and tired of all of the issues that you've just been talking about, then this is their opportunity to take a little time 100%. to do some research into the candidates that are running, not only for uh, Congress and Senate – they have an opportunity to get rid of five-term Schmuck Schumer and 15-term <laughs> Nadler. And, and, and I hope they really put their money where their mouth is and the, so that the rest of us don't have to suffer for their uh, stupidity and their ignorance. Yeah, I know. And they're doing this damage. I mean, the first thing, every time there's a, there's a mass shooting, the first, thing, the first thing Schumer does, he waits for a Sunday, and then he has another gun control bill. And then, of course, they pass every once in a while, they pass something, and then they don't enforce it because, oh, my God, who, who should enforce the law? I mean, that would be, that would be terrible. Um, but, no, that's a very, very good point, Jacqueline. Instead of shooting your mouth off, go vote and, and watch and, and look at these people's positions. Look, uh, remember, all those Democrats in Congress took a knee for Black Lives Matter. Now, just think of what Black Lives Matter is. First of all, it's a totally crooked organization that steals money. It's run by Marxists, trained Marxists, who want to take your kids away from you, want to do away with the, with, with the nuclear family. That was their number two priority. Uh, they, uh, they encourage the killing of police officers, pigs in a blanket, fry them like bacon. And these members of Congress are lauding them. And they will say nothing about the riots that took place all through 2020, which I think created the atmosphere for the massive amount of crime that we have now. It created total disrespect for the law and for police officers who had to stand by and watch millions of dollars worth of property being taken, people being beaten and killed. And the candidate for vice president was bailing them out. And the biggest donor to the Democrat Party was paying for Black Lives Matter, George Soros. 
and paying for the DAs, the crooked DAs who would let him out, and the crooked members of Congress that he supports. I, I, I'm telling you, you've got to vote against the Democratic Party so it fixes itself. It needs to be saved from the people who are currently controlling it. Because the people who are currently controlling it do not have the best interests of the United States of America at heart. Tell me when Biden has done anything in the best interest of this country. Anyone who gives away the Bagram Air Base 400 miles from China has no sense of what's in the best interest of the United States. It may very well be that there's another country that he puts in front of the United States because they gave him more money. That's why you got to go to my podcast. You got to go to RudyGiulianiCS.com. We got several there. Uh, one, one with Miranda Devine, the great Miranda Devine, talking about is the president of the United States compromised by our number one enemy in the world? And then uh, we have a second one on the on the Chinese blockade that's coming out today. And I would, I'd listen to that. Well, we'll be back right after this break for the mayor's final word, and maybe we'll get another call in. Rudy Giuliani. Former New York Mayor Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani with uh, the mayor's final thoughts, brought to you by Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org. $11 a month will help assure that Tunnel to Towers can pay for the mortgages of our uniformed service members who lose their lives in the line of duty and their families have to deal with the aftermath of it, the tragedy of it. This can help. It's a way of showing you care. It's a way of showing the society appreciates what they're doing. And also uh, build smart homes for those who survive but are significantly impaired. And these homes give them a maximum amount of $11 per month. T2T.org. That's T, the number two, T.org. So uh, let's, let's, let's go to Pat uh, uh, for a moment. And let's, she, I think she, uh, he or she has been How hanging on for a while. He, okay. How there you go. How you doing, Rody? Yes, I got the right pronoun. He, right? You, okay. How are you, Rody? I'm good, Pat. Governor Hochul is a racist, and she's using the minority people for her own gain because she's very high on the election. They did a survey, and a lot of blacks are voting for her. But she isn't going to change the bail reform or give it a brag because she feels black people or minority people will be going to jail, and this is going to hurt her. Well, instead, they're being killed. <laughs> yes, to have the those incre- that, 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 that increase in murder is seven, eight out of ten uh, uh, black people. Both people are getting killed. Losing their kids, they don't see what she's doing. Ah, uh, do you know the mayor? Mayor Adams is now collecting headshots of potential city workers to see what color they are. I mean, isn't that unconstitutional? Isn't that racism? I thought you, you you were supposed to be judged by the content of your character, not the color of your skin. He wants to make sure we have diversity. He wants to make sure people look different. It's just kind of strange to me. That's a, at least that's according to the report in uh, in the New York uh, Post by Allie Griffin. So I don't know if that I don't know. I mean, it's as accurate as Allie Griffin is accurate. But he says here, Mayor Adams is collecting headshots of potential city workers in a thinly veiled effort to increase diversity. 
I it sounds to me like they're tr- racist. But I, you know, it only applies one way, I think. And let's try Julie. Well, Ju- Julie, are you hi. still with us? Yes. Hi, Rudy. You're the best mayor we'll ever, ever have. Uh, and I love Dr. Maria. I just got to tell you. I will tell her that you I love her. Just want, <laughs> I just wanted to uh, let you know I'm very suspicious what's going on with this monkeypox. Um, I don't know if you noticed, but I noticed right after, and the, and the liberals say how much they support gay rights and they support women's rights, but they encourage a whole month, Gay Pride Month, a whole month, it used to be a day, of everybody getting together, and it spread through contact, and I think they knew this. And a day after Gay Pride Month was over, they started announcing their first case of monkeypox. So I'm very suspicious that they knew all along this monkeypox was here and never said a word to warn the community, the gay community, that's close contact. They were partying every well, night, every day, every night. Marching. I don't know. I, I can't. I can't. I can't say, Julie, if if it went that far, it may or may not have. But there certainly was a lot of false reporting at the beginning uh, on the theory that it might stigmatize the gay community. But of course, it isn't. Uh, uh, it, it just so happens that that's a category. The the reason for the spread is the close contact, which can happen whether someone's gay or straight or uh, I guess playing basketball <laughs> and guarding somebody too closely or fouling them. I don't know. Maybe it has to be more contact than that. But um, the, there are people in our society that have become so, we use the word woke now to mean, to mean a lot of things, but they've become so uh, overly ideological to the point of stupidity so they this is why i do a podcast called common sense and i started it what year and a half ago because i think a lot of these things i mean i try like on the podcast i'll very often go back to that i'll just say but let's just use common sense but you know let's uh, common sense biden got 31 million dollars his family did from china and so far, there are at least four or five things that Biden has done for China that you wonder why any American president thinking about the good of the United States would do. Why would he give up an air base 400 miles from China when China has announced that by 2048 they want to supplant us and is building up its military so they now have a larger navy and they want to have a larger army, which means they'll use military means. We give up an air base 400 miles from them? I mean, you either got to be crazy or a traitor. Right? Well, go to the podcast. It'll go into more detail. This is an extraordinarily important issue. We just may have a president that's compromised by our biggest enemy. 31 million can do a lot to your head. This is Rudy Giuliani. You get a great weekend. And and don't forget, uncovering the truth on Sunday, 10 o'clock with Dr. Ryan and me. God bless you and God bless America. America.